right, guys, welcome to the Driveway Liberty Podcast audio replay. Hey, guys, welcome to the very special Christmas episode of the Driveway Liberty Podcast. I am your Uncle Wes, and I'm sitting here in a festive mood with my good friends, Travis and Dan. Dan. What's up? What's up, buddy? How you doing over there? Doing good. A little chilly tonight. Oh, he's got his audio on his uh, phone going. That's a little chilly. Uh, We're in the garage tonight because we got rain and uh, I don't know, we're like 50 degrees here, which is brutally cold for us. And we almost died last week. Or I almost died. How did you almost die last week? Well, it was like hailing and lightning and shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, we had to move the whole podcast in further and close the garage door and- and then the wheels fell off. Yeah. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it did, did, did. Hey, uh, it's going to be a cool episode tonight. Travis, you had a big weekend, buddy. How you doing? I did. I am good. I'm feeling festive in my Bass Pro Shops camo Santa hat. In my favorite Christmas shirt with the candy cane that says it's not going to lick itself. <laughs> <laughs> Which is true. Uh, that is absolutely To quote the comedian Ron White, if it would do that it has saved me a lot of time heartache and money over the years but uh it does not in fact um yeah 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 man we went to universal studios and florida is a very unique place for lots of reasons but it's unique because you take a five-hour drive and you're just in a different like dimension oh yeah a whole different world man <laughs> yeah I mean, Orlando, hold like down. obviously, I'm used to tourists, and in, in right. Orlando, I'm obviously a tourist, so I try not to do the dumb touristy stuff, right? Right, but it, I, I, I could have gone on a murderous rampage around Universal <laughs> Studios, and I feel like it'd been justified. Look, I, I, you know what? That's that you, I don't know if y'all remember that grumpy Mickey Mouse shirt that I had, that's what I'd wear to Disney World. Because as a warning, as a warning, <laughs> let folks know you just need to back the hell up because, dude, I am not putting up with that bullshit. I'm here to have a good time with my kid and you mess it up and I'm going to be upset. And that includes jumping in front of me in front of line. I can't tell you how many times I've yelled at somebody that didn't speak my language in Disney World for jumping in front of me. So I'll tell you, this is the first time I've been to like a multiple day a trip just for Universal Studios, not like a throw-in because we had an extra day. Right. And I actually like that experience it, besides the grooming stuff with Disney. Yeah. But I like that experience a lot better because, like, everybody was – it was a great experience. The hotel was great. Park was great. Rides were great. You know, all that good stuff. But it wasn't like that sappy, cheesy customer service. Yeah. And I, I just – I don't know. I, I prefer people to be – People? People. Yeah, and I know when you're at Disney, they're all on stage all the time. Sure. And you got to be in character at all times. And I, I, I get all that. But, you know, sometimes, I, I don't know, it just seems goofy and weird to me. Yeah, to a degree. I mean, it's for kids. It's to create the fantasy for the kids and um, groom them. Groom them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, it, that's exactly what it's there for. And it's 
it, it is a different environment. I always preferred Universal a little bit because of the realness, but there was also a little magic to going to the Disney side of things. But hey, guys, we want to thank you real quick for liking and sharing the broadcast. I definitely joined in the conversation tonight. We're going to try to keep it a little lighter than we normally do, even though we do have some serious stuff to talk about. And we're going to close out the show tonight. I have rewritten our twas the four days or five days before Christmas. So we're going to close out the show tonight with the reading of that for the spirit of Christmas. And a very special beer review coming up. Okay. Right, this is super special. All right. I'm excited. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't bring my bear proof to share with you guys. Oh, just so oh, we're shit. clear on that oh, one. Shit. Just so we're clear. Uh, you know what? I thought about it, but I'm like, man, I share this with him every time and I come home a lot lighter on my bear proof whiskey than I want to be. <laughs> so I'm going to drink a good bit of that and then I'll bring it one That's night. what sharing's about, man. So you just, yeah, you, it's a gift of giving. Right. Yeah, uh, that's fine. Like, okay, cool. I, I, my other Christmas shirt's a Grinch shirt. Like, so it's so good. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Once you open it up, it's yeah. like three quarters that bottle's That's gonna be good. Yeah, stuff. I mean, I, I'm, I mean, I'm open to try some special whiskey from you know some other parts of the country that you guys bring. We do yeah. want to do, give a very special shout out to one of our listeners and dear friend, uh, Michelle Sweaterek. Mm -hmm. I hope I said that right, Michelle. I was about ha I had had a few beverages last night when I was talking to her, and I knew she was bringing cookies. So I asked, like, "Oh, oh them cookies fire!" They are, they are. You man, think about this: she comes driving. It's raining. It's raining. Yeah. It's fifty degrees in Florida, which means it's twenty degrees. Yeah. <laughs> and she rolls up to the driveway, and comes running in. It says, "Love you guys. Here's your cookies. Merry Christmas. I'm not staying." Yeah. Which I didn't blame her. No, I, didn't. Right. I wouldn't be, be half staying if in, I wasn't on the show. Yeah. I assure you. <laughs> We're half sitting in the. I assure you, I'd be on the couch under a blanket, just yeah. reading Twitter or watching TV or something. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be finding probably. a movie or something. Yeah. But, you know, Wes, you gave some shout outs to some special places in Florida. Yeah. Okay. What's up, John G? We stopped into one of those places. Oh, did you really? We stopped at Brooklyn's Pizzeria, completely random. Yeah. Brooklyn's Pizzeria in Leesburg, Florida. Leesburg. What? Yeah. So shout out Leesburg. Yeah. And uh, by the way, if you know the owner of Brooklyn's Pizzeria and you're from Leesburg, tell them everything was phenomenal. We actually bought a shirt. Did you? It was that good, huh? Well, my okay. daughter's name is Brooklyn. So well, that makes sense. sense. So, uh, but as we're getting off of the turnpike to go into Leesburg, I looked around and I'm like, like this is the Florida man nest. Like this is, they, 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 the this is the lab that that Florida man is created in. Yeah, <laughs> that is where they brew him. Yes, yeah. yeah. Because he's not made, he's brewed. Yeah, it's like swamp to the left, trailer right. to the right. Yeah, yeah. John G brings up uh, the fact that we might actually see some snow this weekend for Christmas. Dan, you won't because you'll be South Florida, right? Yeah, but I mean, it's and, supposed to be like thirty-eight degrees there one one night, and and not the Colombian type, which Florida has plenty of. Yeah, we have all kinds yeah. of that. Yeah, <laughs> I won't be in South Florida. I'll be in Central Florida. Okay, well that's south of here. South so. of here, anything right. anything south of here to me is South Florida. So I was explaining to it, it amazes me the people that live in Florida that have no clue the Panhandle even exists. Oh, no, they think it's Alabama. Yeah, so I had to pull up a map. Which, and, when and, you come to the panel, it pretty much is Right, Alabama. and I had to show this dude where I live. You're right. Right. And he's like, huh, interesting. What state is that? And I said, <laughs> I said, look, Florida is the only state that the further north you go, the more south you are. Yeah, that's the truth. <laughs> that is absolutely true. Absolutely true. Absolutely true. 
Yeah, buddy, buddy, buddy. And and where we live on election night, we bring home the bacon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's uh, I didn't. I'll be honest with you. Like Thursday evening, once I went to bed, I checked it. I didn't read checked Twitter. Politics. Yeah. I didn't listen to podcasts. I don't like. Blame you. Just try to enjoy. We took daughter and her friend to Universal, so that was fun. We had a really good time. Well, when I leave tomorrow to go on vacation, I will be checked out of politics like until uh, I'll be back on my Yeah, seven. speaking of which, we will not have an episode next week. We will have a best of or uh, do a replay. of I Since I'll be the only one still. Well, you'll be in town. Yeah, I'll be in town. Um. I don't know if I will be in town. So what we may end up doing is picking out a best of episode and sharing it and, and it maybe throw a few comments on why we like it or something like that. So, or if I am in town, Travis cast. and I'll do it. <laughs> Ooh. And you know what? The week after Christmas might be the time to put the whiskey throw cast on. It may be. Nobody <laughs> actually listens. <laughs> <laughs> be like, what the hell is this car wreck? John G says, if you go to South Florida, see what percentage of that county's budget goes to the sheriff's department. I'll be going to Pinellas County. Oh, Lord. Wait, is that so, great? That's, that's not great. Yeah. Is it? That's great. No, that, that, that's, no, he's uh, Pasco, Lakeland. isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, that's, he's, yeah, he's, he's Pasco. Yeah. Well, no, he's, uh, is he Pasco? Dude, uh, I can't, you know, it's a Google search away. Or yeah. a Bing search or I Yahoo. Think he's, I think he's Lakeland. Which I'm trying to remember Lakeland's County now. I guess we'll find out. But uh yeah, I will definitely check. He's now, Polk County. Polk, Polk County. Lakeland. Polk, County. Polk County is Lakeland. Okay, got it. Yeah. Pasco's the county where I used to live before I moved here. I gotcha. Which where I lived in Pasco it was two minutes to Hillsboro and two minutes to Pinellas. And I was in Pasco. So it was just that little area where I had three <laughs> right. counties. Did you go vote in all three? Probably. <laughs> no, no. He was a Democrat back then, so yeah. yeah. Somebody <laughs> probably voted for me in all three. Right. All right, so here we go. Let's do random Christmas question. All right. All right. All right. Favorite Christmas movie? Dan, go. Die Hard. Okay. See, I don't, somebody always brings up the dumb shit. Like, yeah. No, Die Hard's a Christmas movie. It's my okay, favorite. Well. It's literally my favorite movie of all time. Okay. Mine's right. a toss-up between either A Christmas Vacation or A Christmas Story with the BB gun. I mean, I you know what? I used to absolutely love I'd watch Christmas movies middle of November all the way to Christmas years ago, and I've just kind of gotten out of it a little bit. Um, my day after Thanksgiving was always, while – in a, my in my previous marriage, because those girls went shopping on Black Friday, was to sit there and watch all of the Godfather movies, and that was the lead off in the Christmas season yep. for me. Yeah, right. that happens because they do. They used to do. I think it was the first time it was put on where they had Godfather in chronological order, as opposed to the flashbacks. Right. If you watch the three movies, they made it where it was in chronological order and just went all the way through from the beginning in Italy all the way through to they're pulling me back in. Interesting. And it was, and it was, uh, it was a different, made it a different experience for the movie hmm. for sure. Interesting. So I'm going to say What's yours? Elf, but just slightly Elf's good. above Christmas vacation. Elf's funny. Elf's funny. You know, hey, there's so many quotes in Elf and I, <laughs> I randomly, and I don't even know why. But like somebody will tell me like, oh, I'm gonna try to do this. I'm like, 
Good luck trying to find your dad, buddy. Or whatever he said. What's I forget. The three food groups of <laughs> the Alps four food groups, corn. like candy corn, candy, candy, candy corn, syrup, maple syrup, maple syrup, and, and candies. I, I forget. But so John G. I, he says Die Hard's a Christmas movie. Yes, that's right. But if Christmas Vacation's his number one, um, I like it. I like yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I you know what I hadn't watched Die Hard at Christmas in a minute. I might look, have to I, do that. I, this I watched year. it the other night. <laughs> look, I judge movies like how often can I quote them in random situations? And Elf Die and Christmas Die Vacation are Die Hard's at the top of my list. Yeah, I can quote that. Yeah, I, I know, but like when it comes up, like somebody will be like, "Oh, what do you think about that?" I'll be like, "Real nice, Clark." <laughs> you know? gonna, yeah, I'm going to get you something <laughs> really nice. Yeah. It's a, it's a gift that keeps on giving the yeah. whole year round. And I actually use that today in a meeting talking about new accounts. Because nice. it does. You bring on new accounts. It's a gift that keeps on giving the whole year round. That's right. There you go. That's John right. uh, John G says, give him a quote from Die Hard, Dan. Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's too a, easy. Here's mine. I guess ah, this is a dude falling uh, off the tower. I guess we need some more <laughs> FBI guys. Hey, y'all see my Hans Hans Gruber you want to see my Hans Gruber impression? What's that? <laughs> Looks a lot like my Elvis impression. Yeah. <laughs> well, the LAPD is no longer in charge here. We have the FBI, and they've got the International Terrorist Playbook, and they're running it step by step. Is that from Dahar? You know what I say? Well, well, there's one scene. I use this quote more than anything. Shut it down. Shut it down now. The guy was shutting down the grid. Yeah, I got it. I got it. Yeah, we, we, we're all over it. All over it. So, along those same lines, your favorite Christmas as a kid. What was your favorite Christmas? Okay. Can I? <clears throat> mine's bad. It's real bad. But okay. I'm going to tell you, my parents got divorced when I was eight. Dude, that first Christmas, I got a Sega and a Super Nintendo. <laughs> and a TV for each room at both houses. Wow. They're trying to. I, just, That's just nice. you know, I mean. I understand that makes me a terrible person, probably, but that was the present you got right there. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll give a... you one as an adult. Okay. So, um, the first year that we went and visited family, like when we first moved here, we went actually went to Chicago, right? And everybody met in Chicago, so we had all the the nieces and nephews. Everybody was staying at. Uncle Sal's house. And uh, I can remember seeing all the kids. And this was when they were like 10, 11, 12, that age. I can remember seeing all the kids on the staircase because they had a furnished basement where all the kids slept. And they had like a, a staircase that went in like an L. And they're all in a, the, the corner of the L was a flat, big area. Mm -hmm. So they were all sitting there like waiting for us to tell them to come up and open the presents and literally the whole living room was filled with presents because we brought everything and we had it shipped there and then it was it was uh it was fun going home but yeah it was just fun to see the kids at that age and be there with the nieces and nephews it was a good time yeah i bet that was a good time but probably my i had a lot of good enjoyable christmases when i was a kid but probably my favorite was uh when I, I can't remember how old I was. I was about five years old, man. And it, that magic was still there before my dad sat me down and told me there wasn't a Santa, you know, all of that. And I got up, man, and I 
I had this Evil Knievel. Y'all remember Evil Knievel? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd always wanted one of those motorcycle Evil Knievel bikes. Ooh. And I got up, man. With and the streamers on the handlebar. Streamers on the, and the yeah. fake gas tank on oh, it. It looked yeah. like a motorcycle. Yep. And um, I got up, man. I went in there. I had one in there. And I jumped on that thing, and it's the worst riding bike I ever had. <laughs> but I was proud of that some bitch. I was riding around about three months. I ended up taking the fake gas tank off and all of that, and just riding it like a regular bike. But it was uh, that was probably magical. And then I got a uh, six million dollar man bank, like a, a piggy bank. I put did know, it have six million dollars in it? Did it go? Yeah, it makes. And also, then a stretch Armstrong. Oh yeah. Oh boy. So speaking of childhood, uh, Universal still has the original ET rod. Do they really? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Where you're on the bike and you yeah, you're on the. Oh yeah. I was like, they haven't updated a single thing. <laughs> the whole ride. I'm like, man, just ride that thing every last penny you can get out of. Yeah. I love it. Good for them. They're they're waiting on the sequel. <laughs> yeah. They're waiting a while. Well, the funny part was taking two 16 year olds to ET, and like. Oh, it's E.T. And they're like, what's what are you e talking about? What's E.T.? E like, phone home. Yeah. They're like, what? What? What are you talking? E.T. made Reese's Pieces famous. Yeah. So. Yep, 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 man. That so, was, uh, Russ is on. Yeah, man. He uh, He's complimenting Travis's pullover. As he should. Um, Look, I tried to stick it out with the it's not going to lick itself shirt, but. It, it's cool. It's starting to get <laughs> yeah, chilly. It's cool. it, it's, it really it's is. It's starting to get windy, too. Yeah. At least it's not raining sideways into the garage. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was last week. <laughs> and then it started to hell. All right. Yeah. We dude. closed the garage. To, if you haven't listened to the cast, and I don't know if you would actually hear this because we may not have yeah, I don't think uh, we got that to part. that part, but we closed the garage door and I thought it was the Christmas lights being blown in and banging, but now I'm looking at the Christmas lights. They would not reach the garage no, door. No, not even it close. It was literally hail hitting the sides yeah. of mm -hmm. the side of the garage door. It was crazy. Yeah, for a good what 30, 40 seconds. Yeah, it, yeah. it wasn't long, but it was yeah. definitely hail. I went after in. the cast was over. I went inside, and my wife was like, "Was that hail?" <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. You should have heard it hit the garage door. <laughs> yeah. She's like, "I'm in here listening to it hit the windows," and I'm like. It's like you haven't heard hail in so long. Yeah. You're like, is that really hail or is it just raining really I, hard? I don't even remember the last enough. time I. No, I don't remember it either. Uh, that wasn't a hail storm. Last, man, man. Last week. Well, okay. Before that, Dan, <laughs> pri prior to that, being surrounded by a bunch of electrical equipment, <laughs> which was even a little like, okay. Yeah. That was fun. All right. There you go. So I guess we should get into a little politics because that's what we do. And maybe we should. Should we talk about McCarthy lowering the uh, did anybody verify that or? Yeah. Well, I read the articles and it seemed to be just an asshole leftist writing stupid shit. Oh, OK. None of that was true. Like if you read the actual article that was attached to it, it was it was just stupid things like so-and-so wants to wear his kkk outfit in the congress and oh I, I mean it was just all egregious stupid stuff yeah morons on the left uh just making fun of the the you know the most conservative of people in congress we have uh had two more twitter file drops this week or one two of them today right we had yeah, seven and eight today yeah before we get into those elon put out a poll yesterday 
saying, do you want me to step down as CEO of Twitter? And I think it was like 57% yes to 43 no's. But you can't help but wonder how many of those are bots that are voting for him. Oh, yeah. I mean, and I think he's trolling like a son of a bitch. Well, I mean, yes. to me, it doesn't matter. He's the owner. Yeah. Like, he owns the thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you can be the CEO. You still have a boss because yeah. that dude owns it. Like, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. he, he, he disbanded the board. Right. So he is the board. Yeah. Yeah. And some some financial guy today says the board needs to meet because Twitter's tumbling, stocks are tumbling, <laughs> and 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 replace Elon Musk. And my response to that dude was, you do realize he owns a hundred percent of this company at this point, right? Right. Or at least a fucking he lion share. Well, yeah, he he financed some of it. He has some investors. Sure. But he is. He's by far and away, yeah. He's the largest shareholder, which means he owns all the voting rights. Right. Yeah. He can do whatever he wants. <laughs> yes. So, if you, I mean, and you're somebody's financial analyst, you are somebody's stockbroker, and you're you're saying that, and you don't realize that about the company? What's funny to watch is the legacy media people and, you know, the the, the leftist pundits that are on there crying for the savior of Twitter like they care about Twitter and their financial they they want their echo chamber back yeah, that's sure. what they care about well they want their 88 FBI agents controlling yeah. <clears throat> controlling the narratives yes yep like it, it no matter how bad i think the american surveillance state is or whatever bureaucracy national law enforcement no matter how bad i think it is like just every day it's like okay well it's worse than i thought oh crap here's day 7395 of it being absolutely worse than i ever thought it could be (laughs) yeah like so we as taxpayers were paying for twitter employees basically we were paying them to police language is what we were doing yeah uh, whether we knew it or wanted it or not, that's what they were doing. Yeah. And that is fucking like the exact opposite of what our forefathers intended when they set up that First Amendment. Yeah. The exact opposite. Yeah. And it's fucking ridiculous that that was even the case, that they were even participating in it. And like I said this Sunday, defund all the three-letter organizations, but especially the FBI. Mm-hmm. And the CIA. I said mm-hmm. it during the Matt Gates podcast. And he yeah. goes, I didn't realize I was in a alt right driveway. <laughs> I was like, well, motherfucker, it ain't no alt right driveway. This is what needs to be done. Yeah, absolutely. They have to liberty loving driveway. That's right. And those two organizations are completely against our our they're, individual they're the, liberties. They're the yeah. opposite of yeah. Yeah. Speaking of that, stick around to the end. We're going to do our um our our twas the whatever days before Christmas. And it, I think you're going to enjoy that. And also do your friends a service and share this right now and like and subscribe wherever you're watching this. So, Hey, Derek. Uh, Derek yeah, this. Derek Gossett. Hope there. your back feels better. Buddy. Yeah, brother. I hope you're feeling better today. He, uh, he threw his back out chasing his chickens. <laughs> God bless him. Let's uh, be sure chasing, correct? Yeah, chasing. 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 Okay. I think he was actually working on his chicken coop, but I thought chasing mm, his chickens right? was pretty funny. <laughs> But uh, Cooper yeah. Jean chimed in. Apparently, Snoop wants to be the CEO. Sno- Snoop wants to do the, Twitter of Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> I actually text. I just shout out to his. I'll just I'll take care of it. 
Yeah, uh, to me, it's an easy job. It's a complete, absolute, one hundred percent guarantee that I'm still shadow banned because literally nobody saw it. Hey, speaking <laughs> of that, I got my blue check today after Woo-hoo! six days after paying them the eight bucks. I, I got it this morning. I'm three days in. I still have not gotten my blue check. I have. Um, and what did you see my thread yesterday where I put? things I could have done with my eight bucks instead of this, because yeah. I'm not getting my blue check. I mean, I was listing shit like, um, <laughs> I could have got me some of those. Well, uh, in 2022, that list ain't near as long as it, it could be. Or no, be. absolutely yeah, not. True. It's a very small. List. I think actually one of my, um, one of mine was like a half of something like a cup and a half of Starbucks coffee, two junior bacon <laughs> cheeseburgers from Wendy's and, um well it's it's 11 bucks not eight what twitter blue you pay an 11 mm-hmm. <laughs> i paid eight i got charged 11 <laughs> motherfuckers don't like me oh 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 catch that umbrella flying around i think it's called okay cool sorry dan's <laughs> wife left an umbrella sitting out which getting windy seems like a poor strategy on top of her other poor strategy with yeah. the umbrella yeah that's all right no big no, that's cool she doesn't listen to the podcast. There it is, day five in the <laughs> <Yeah>. Look, <laughs> I'm invisible. <laughs> I wish y'all could see this. I, I'll have this set up for y'all to be able to do that. All right. So I could put an actual blue check on my own mailbox at the house. Uh, half a month subscription to the Bacon in a Month Club. Cooking with Semen. I could have given that to Hunter Biden. <laughs> it's a cookbook on Amazon. Okay. Um, my some butt quack, kick ass boxers. So I had a friend send me for Christmas the Florida cookbook. Okay. And I was really scared to open it because I thought it was just going to be like meth recipes. Right. That, that's what I was really, I was like, all right, come on. And then it had actual recipes in there. I was, I was a little, I don't know if I want to say relieved or surprised or disappointed. One of those three. So. Uh, Cooper Jean, who used to be a cop, made a comment on the three-letter agencies saying that in our prior job, the three-letter agencies are straight out of college and indoctrinated by colleges. That makes sense. Absolutely makes sense. Dan Curry's watching, says, looking good, boys. I'm not ignoring you, Travis. I'm just uh, – was there any good, like, like roadkill recipes in there like you might find in West Virginia? I mean, I haven't, I haven't like, gone through it line by line, but I, I flipped through enough to see there wasn't a meth recipe in Maybe a little disappointing, like just as a backup plan. Yeah, just, like we're in a pretty as, tough economy. Yeah, a little humor at least for the yeah. their author. Yeah, we're in a tough economy. You might need a backup plan. Yeah, absolutely, um, no doubt. But luckily, I live close to Freeport, so I feel like I can get those lessons relatively quickly. <laughs> Shout out Dan Curry since he's here. <laughs> <laughs> not the Dan Curry. Not the Dan Curry's cookbook. Let me be right, very yeah. clear about that. Let's clear that. No, that's up, a joke. Yeah. It's a joke about Freeport, not None. not our buddy Dan. Right. Gator wings. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. I so, actually had uh, a couple racks of gator ribs in my freezer. I haven't cooked. That was the inside joke? No, he's, I just he said just tweet. Like, why is he four days of Elon Musk getting my money and still no blue check mark. And why am I charged $11 when my buddy at West Herndon is paying eight? Mm. I think what it is, since he answer. fired so many people, and they personally, they actually have a person review every <laughs> yeah, account. Right. Yeah, there's one guy. <laughs> He's reviewing every Twitter blue account. Well, I mean, Dan, that's probably better because if if they suspend you, you just 
they don't get your money anymore. So I think the chance of you getting suspended significantly drop. Yeah. I want it because I actually want people to see my tweets. Because right now, nobody yeah, sees that's it. the reason I did it. <laughs> nobody sees it. Literally. I have I have eleven hundred followers on Twitter, and nobody see. I don't even see them from my other Twitter accounts, and I have several Twitter accounts. Well, I go to leftist posts and say some things that would spark a conversation. Yeah. And nobody replies. And I look and the impressions are like four. And it's two of them are probably you guys. One's a Brett. And then I don't know. You ever think nobody guys. likes you, Dad? <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> so Cooper Jane says, hey, don't pick on Freeport, you Mac Bayou snobs. <laughs> <laughs> we know we live in Driftwood. Yeah, sure. Hey. Well, we're in the I, I tell people all the time, the- like, hey, you know where Sandessa's at? They're like, oh, yeah, I know where Sandessa's Okay, so I live, like, in Sandessa, kind of. But it's like the little ghetto right next to Sandessa. Yeah, that, there's, that's a, what- <laughs> there's a six-foot wall separating us yeah. from Sandessa. I, I actually told somebody in Orlando, I'm like, yeah, yeah, me, me and me and Emerald live basically in the same neighborhood. They're like, oh, my God, you live in the same neighborhood as Emerald Lagasse? Oh, yeah. like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like a 12-foot yeah. fence that divides our neighborhoods, but basically <laughs> yeah. it's We're the right same. We're right there, yeah. Yeah. We could throw a rock. <laughs> we might get arrested. <laughs> yeah. We could hit his house. In the ghetto. <laughs> I will say Cooper Jean, top five free portian, I know. Mm-hmm. So congrats on that. Yeah. Absolutely. Definitely in the top five. So uh, what uh, what else will you got over there, Daniel? Well, the one that came out today was uh, apparently the uh, the Pentagon was running a psyop operation. Yeah, in, I, in that's Twitter. yeah, that's all. It's yeah, it's oh like, yeah. Uh, well, they were th- like the bots that a lot of the bots are actually from the Pentagon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were running pro. They they had fifty two Arab language accounts, which they used to amplify certain pro. Pentagon, whatever Pentagon wanted right. their messages. So right. it would be pro, you know. Hey, our drone strikes only killed terrorists and yeah, didn't they kill were, a whole bunch of innocent people I'm here and American in, citizens. I'm, I'm here in in Yemen and that drone strike was dead on perfect. No civilians were injured whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they say that in, in Arabic. So, yeah, it's crazy. Absolutely crazy. crazy. So Cooper- that's what our tax money is going for. And sorry. A whole bunch of Republicans just voted to increase the DOD budget. Yeah, how about that? Did you see what what Cocaine Mitch said today? Yeah. Providing here's the quote: "Providing assistance for Ukrainians to defeat the Russians is the number one priority for the United States right now, according to most Republicans. That's how we see the challenges confronting the country at the moment. It's like one percent of your base." Agrees with you. That, 1%. That, that's why I asked the question. Are we the rhinos? The Republican Party keeps electing Mitch McConnell as leader. I mean, like it, at some point, we've got to look around and be like, okay, maybe we're... I, I, I asked the question again. Besides you, besides apparently defending Ukraine, what, what does the Republican Party stand for? Well, let me just tell you what Mitch McConnell's done over the the past two administrations. He refused to give Trump any money for the border wall. Right. He funded $1 trillion for Biden for infrastructure. Mm-hmm. And he sent $100 billion to Ukraine in a matter of 10 months after that. But he also needed a whole bunch of other Republicans to vote with him. 
Yeah. On all of that. Yep. yep. I wonder if Mitch is the Nancy where he just tells them what to do and they do it with the exception of like a handful. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, luckily. So the Mike Lees and the. Yeah. I mean, our, our two senators have been pretty lives. solid recently. I will say that. Yeah. Uh, so that's good. Thank you, Wes. <laughs> <laughs> Wes is just trying not to get killed by this flying around. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that would be a hilarious video. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, if, we, just, if we'd finally go viral, I wouldn't be around to see it anymore. Just, but. If that thing just kind of came up and did like a wind up, like smack right in the side of the head. Yep. And knocked Wes out cold. So here's a list of uh, of celebrities who have left Twitter since Musk took over. Elton John. I didn't. I don't know that I've ever seen a single tweet. Meek Mill. I don't even know who the fuck that is. Do y'all? Believe he's a rapper. Okay. That's probably why I don't know. Jim Carrey. We don't get to see all of his awesome paintings anymore. Oh man, uh, some of the worst man. artwork I've ever man, seen. What happened life. to Jim Carrey? Like, like since uh, Ace Ventura, it was all downhill. The Grinch, I think, was his. The Grinch neck. was good. Yeah, it was pretty good. This next one, Whoopi, is the biggest public service that Elon Musk has ever done. <laughs> yeah. That is most He Twitter. should get a Nobel Peace Prize for that. Yeah. Trent Reznor of Nine Inch Nails, really? Okay, bye, dude. Uh, Shonda Rhimes. I don't know who she is. Grey's Anatomy creator. Okay. Yeah. Um, freaking maniac. Gigi Hadid. Okay. Um, Tony Braxton. She's still alive. Yeah. Okay. She fine. She was. But she ain't on Twitter. Yeah. Sarah Bareilles. Yeah. (laughs) She had one song. Did she? Okay. Good for her. Jack White of the White Stripes. Okay. Okay. Of, and one, he left, of one song. Yeah, he left when <laughs> Trump got reinstated, <laughs> I guess. I, I need to hand him a doll and ask him how Trump hurt him. Jamila Jamil, whoever that is, don't know. Who's that guy? Eric Larson, he's a comic book artist. He did uh, Savage Dragon. Okay, okay so we're considering he, him a celebrity, huh? He's real celebrity. Taya Leone, now back in the day, she was hot. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, she was in the first Bad Boys movie. Yeah, yeah. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. She was in movies before Rather that. Disappointing. Liz Fair. Okay, well that figures. That, yeah, that yeah. makes that makes yeah. a lot of sense. Actually. Alex Winter from Bill and Ted. Man, okay. Hmm. I didn't know he was uh, that problematic. David Simon. Whoever the fuck that is. No idea. Uh, Ken Olin. Don't know that dude. And that's about it. So nobody really important. <laughs> <laughs> So did you see the Babylon Bees tweet I sent to you guys, the, the screenshot? 99% of Americans support sending Mitt Romney to fight in Ukraine. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> that was, was good awesome. stuff. <laughs> right? That was awesome. Cooper's like, I hope Jane Fonda didn't leave. Oh, what a bummer. Yeah, that's good stuff. I don't know, man. I just – I think what – I know some people are, are kind of leery of Elon Musk, and you know what? I mean, I don't trust him, but I think what he's doing right now is a good thing. Well, regardless of uh, what his politics are or, you know, his baited tweets, etc., him just allowing the, the shit that went on behind the scenes of Twitter to be to – be shown and exposed and it's kind of interesting the way they're doing it the way they're kind of 
mapping it out to hopefully if you if you follow along the whole story, it paints the picture of almost from start to finish. It it happened when Travis, you said it. We're never going to let this happen again after Trump got elected. Mm-hmm. It started right after that. Yep. And it it's been a government. It's been a government operation since then. Yeah. Wholly and completely a government operation. Twitter has been a government. It's operation. a go. It was a government propaganda machine. Absolutely. What it was. Yep. And not just the government. It was a leftist government propaganda machine. It was. It was it a was communist. A, tyrannical propaganda machine yes it was the talk about fascist it was the whatever you want to call it the the administrative state the deep state whatever just the big government the unelected people who run our country that was their operation they didn't want somebody like trump to ever get in again because trump was actually a threat to them Right. I, look, I, again, I, I'll say this a million times. I, I wish Trump was what they thought he was. Sure. If he was, I, he'd have my vote. I'd just write him in until the man died. Yeah. Yeah. But I, 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 I still can't wrap my head around the, the reaction to Donald Trump. Like, I try to, like, okay, well, they were just mad that Hillary. Okay, but th- that kind of wanes, right? <laughs> But what 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 about Trump and what Trump did? I, to me, I, I I guess it's oh shit, he's saying the stuff nobody should be saying running for president. I mean, I, I don't I don't know. Like what he, he did, he opened well, too many people's what eyes. He, did like, is he didn't tow their line. He did his thing. He made things actually better, and he took control out of the puppet masters from behind the scenes. But the the other thing with Trump is. They were still very effective at thwarting their their boogeyman version of him from being effective. So what you said, Travis, where I wish he was whatever they said. I think he wanted to be and tried to be, but you run into that administrate administrative brick wall where sure you can fire the head of the FBI and the next guy you put in turns out to be worse than the guy you fired. Yeah. And all the people, and it didn't change anything because all the people underneath, at least at that, that next level, the middle management, I guess you would call it, mm-hmm. all the people who were above the line level people were still the same people. Right. So nothing yeah. changed in the FBI, the CIA, the, the name of uh, a three letter alphabet version of the government or office of the government. Nothing changed, even though well, he, he made changes at the top level of those. Well, positions. we talked about the restaurant owner in Virginia, right? And, you know, I, I made the comment there, but but it's quite literally every Republican elected from here on out. I don't care what the position is. Libertarian, independent, every appointment, any person that you can go and fire, you fire. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's what Obama did when he became president. Period. You, you, you walk you in the door. You just sent out a letters, sent out emails to everybody. Yeah. Fired everybody. Yeah. Like, hey, don't show up for work tomorrow. Like, that. that is what has to be done. Mm-hmm. Anything short of that is a failure. And I mean, however many people you can fire the FBI. And maybe you even fire a few of them that is borderline, but it's got to go to court, and it takes two years to figure out. Yep. Sure. I mean, that that is the only way out of this stuff because, uh, you know, I I... I I would love to have people. I wish we were at a time and a place where we could say, "Hey, I just want 
So I wanted the FBI to call balls and strikes. I'm just not there anymore. We, we like, I just exactly how I feel about school boards and our school stuff is no, we, we need somebody to push back, to push the American values, the values of Liberty. Yeah. And, and, and not just be, you know, uh, calling balls and strikes down the middle. Like it, it, we're just past that point as a country. I don't know that we ever get back to that point, which is sad and unfortunate. Well, but, we need, we need Liberty reparations. We yeah. need, we need art. We need yeah. <laughs> Liberty back. I mean, we need to be made up for the shit they've done to us. For well, the they would just print more money. It would be years. worthless. And yeah. kind of, a well, I'm not talking about cash. I'm right. talking about rights. Yeah. And everybody ability- gets a fully automatic machine gun. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm down. I mean, that's a start. That's right. a start. Right. Well, they, they do the bus and they, they take the guns away from them. They should hand them out to the high school. 40 guns and a mule. <laughs> yeah, 40 guns and a mule. I'm down with that. I like 40 guns and a mule. There you go. So, hey, I don't know if you guys saw this. So, breaking news in Florida. Mm. Okay. Uh, HR 53, which was filed by, uh, where's the gentleman's name here? Oh, gosh. I just had it pulled up. Michael Gottlieb. Okay has filed H.R. 53 in the state of Florida, which means if it passes, Florida will award their presidential nomination by the national popular vote winner, not by who actually wins Florida. Yeah, that shit ain't going to pass. Who the fuck? That's the Demo- this guy? It's a Democrat bill. <laughs> it's a, a t- Democrat bill. <laughs> yeah. And he's got bo- – you got to give it to him. He's got balls as big as beach balls. Somebody smacked the man. shit out. Where is he from? Dave? Oh, I don't know. Uh, Miami-Dade or is he from well, no. Palm Beach? I mean, I don't know. He's Democratic Leon. State. Michael Gottlieb. Uh, but, yeah. Is he House? Right. Yeah, because you said, was it HB? HR, HB, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. House resolution. Yeah. So, I, I'm not sure why Mr. Gottlieb, who says, you know, that, that we should make voting easier and every vote should count and doing all that, why he wants my vote to count less in Florida. But he, he doesn't give a shit about you, uh, Travis. He's a Democrat. Yeah. Oh, I know. Hey, when are we doing beer reviews? Is it beer review? You know time? what? Let's do a beer review. Let's do that right now. I don't have music for it. Beer review. Beer review. Where is he from? Broward. Just, Broward. Broward. That sounds surprise, good. Surprise. Surprise. I did not see that coming. Of all the things I didn't see coming, I did not see that. <laughs> <laughs> really thought he was like a Polk or Leon or. No. Uh, no. Maybe Alashua. Leon, maybe. Yeah, Alashua. Alachua? I don't know what that is. Yeah. So. There you go. All right. Dan, you go first. We got Bill the Suspense for my beer. Hang on. I don't know if it needs to twist off. So I am drinking Yangling's Chocolate Porter. Oh, man. I've heard that was pretty good. All right. That's good, Dan. Hershey's. Problem is, is we're delayed. I had to hold it up until they, they, it's not once they see it, they see it as long as you do, you hold it up. It's right. The delay has no It's like, I don't know what to do with my beer. This shit is good. Is it? It's It's Hershey's chocolate in a beer. It's not pretzel good. Right. But it's pretty good. It's, 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 uh, it's, it's up there. You you got more than one? Yeah. I got a 12 pack. All right. I may have to try one. All right. Like so, it. you know, last week I got knee deep. All right. I didn't eat all day. <laughs> I uh, didn't 
I, I brought IPAs and had IPAs in Dan's fridge, so I decided to drink those. You killed them all, too. <laughs> I killed every damn one of them. They went down easy. They were delicious. But by the time we got towards the end of the second cast, I, I had some problems <laughs> with not only forming words, but also your right finger. <laughs> my right finger on hit and record after the, the hail drove us into the uh, – the garage. So I have decided that I will drink this Union beer tonight, which is a Miller Lite. This right. particular one is brewed, even though it's not owned by in a, by an American corporation anymore, is brewed in Albany, Georgia, which is about 40 miles from God's country where yours truly was born. So there you go. Miller Lite. All right. What you got, Travis? All right. So I have a limited edition. Oh, yeah, I know. All right. This is the original Bourbon County Goose Island Stout. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. It is aged in bourbon barrels. Oh, that sounds so good. Okay. And it's got notes of vanilla, toffee, chocolate, burnt sugar, Mm. and dried fruit. That Bird sounds sugar. like a Christmas Bird beer sugars. if I've ever heard Bird one. Bird sugar is caramel. <laughs> right? <laughs> if you add cream. If you add cream, yes. Uh, that sounds like a Christmas beer if I've ever heard of one. 14.3% alcohol. Oh, boy. So, you all for it? The rest of the week? A second cash should be comes, fun. Comes in a four-pack, and it's like $30? No, no, no. The, the, each one was 15 bucks, which is why I didn't buy you one. One, one bottle was 15 bucks. Oh, yeah. Holy oh, cow, shit. man. Shit. Yeah. I mean, that's a, but the, that's a big bottle. That's a, I think it's a 16 ounce, 20 ounce. And it's 14.3% alcohol. Well, right. The, the place you used to be mayor used to have that Kentucky bourbon barrel yeah. beer. It was an yeah. ale on right. tap at, at that place. And yeah. actually, you drank two of those and. Right. They, uh, they well, beat you, the I, shit I, out I'm, of Hooter Brown. Yeah. <laughs> so, hold Cooper on. Jean says she's got that. Uh, that fine Jaeger bomb aged in her freezer. Oh, there you go. Oh, my God. That is delicious. Is it? Oh, I can't really imagine. Yeah. Yeah. You can't because at 15 bucks, you ain't trying to. Sorry. <laughs> the cool thing about these beers is they say that they will continue to age in the bottle mm. for up to five years. So I bought two. One's going to stick in my fridge for, but the alcohol by volume keeps going up as well. Does it really? Oh, yeah. It gets more potent yeah. over time. That's great. All right, so Cooper Jean, what do you mean the '90s call wants their drink back? Are you talking about my Miller Lite, or are you talking about the Dan Jingling? Dan Jingling? Or are you talking about how it's, old my beer was? It's Jingling aged? Hershey's Porter. <laughs> Mine was sixteen dollars for a twelve pack. <laughs> hold, hold it up to the camera for another thirty minutes. Yeah, right. I like it. See, look at that. Oh, dude, dude. It's this is delicious. The Bourbon County brand stout. Man, that is a really, really good beer. Man. The, the second cast is probably gonna be interesting. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Get a second mortgage <laughs> in my house to get a freaking six pack of that. You're right. Oh yeah. Exactly. So um It's only a slight exaggeration. <laughs> only slight. All right. So Christmas wish for this next year. What would you like to see happen in this country? What would you, and let's just keep it simpler. What would you like to see this next Congress do, this that next House of Representatives? Pass a resolution that at least five companies out there would have to sponsor us. 
<laughs> I love it. I, I love, love it. it. You might as well get some of my tyranny. Yeah, right. I mean, <laughs> this is going to be tyranny. You might as well get some of it. Right? right. I like it. I like it. Love it. That's a good resolution. And what about you, Trav? What you got? All right. If I could pick anything for this Congress to do, it would be absolutely nothing. Like, just stay home. Just stay home. Like, yeah, just don't. It. Like, we Shut should bar them. Shut it down now. We should bar them from the DMV. The Delaware, you know, Maryland, Virginia, like that DC area. Like, hey, if you're elected, you're barred from this area. I don't care if you own property or not. You know, it's always confused me, maybe because I'm just not the brightest bulb in the That's pack. Most likely, it. That's probably it. We yeah. actually have a a group of elected officials whose sole job is to create laws. Yep. Like we don't. We got enough fucking laws. We don't need any more laws. Well, that's not their sole job. They they could do away with laws. They yes, they could easily do that they, as well. When was the last when was the last time they I, I understand. The so they just create laws. Right. Yeah. They don't ever repeal anything. They even Nothing when they want to change yeah. something, yeah. they create a new law that alters it so they can get their little earmarks yes. and cookies thrown in there. I, I, I heard and, I heard yeah. Dave Smith quote this and say there's nothing more permanent than a temporary government program. Sure. Hell I've yeah. said that. <laughs> Hell yeah. Look, at we're still freaking funding COVID relief. Oh, yeah. It's in the next uh, $1.7 trillion Republican-backed freaking omnibus bill. Yeah. Yep. More COVID money. But if you, I, I bet if you hear some Republicans talk like, well, the Democrats wanted $2 million. We We got them down to $1.7. We drive a hard bargain. We're real fiscal conservatives. No, all they did was was green light earmarks again. Correct. So they got their little pork for their little area. Pakistani gender studies. Alabama got a shitload of stuff that's in this bill. Sweet. So apparently, I, w- I wonder what Tuberville sold out for to get that money. Apparently, it's a sweet deal for Alabama that's in there. That's what I read. Well, like the university or the state? The state of oh. Alabama. My Christmas wish for this incoming Congress would be to. All all spending bills, all money or, originates in the House of Representatives. I would like to see them defund the entire executive branch until they get rid of the three-letter agencies and then go home. And Cooper Jean is kind of along those same lines. She <laughs> said, fire everyone. Fire yeah. everybody. Yeah. Literally do not fund the government anymore. Just shut it. Yeah. Down. Well, I mean, you know, it, I mean, if you work a, for if you work in the executive branch, the president's the head of it. I feel like he can just fire you anyways. Sure. Like, hey, Mel, dude, what do you do here? Deliver Mel. Fired. Hey, Secretary Lee, what do you do here? Secretary, fired. Get out of here. Yep. Kind of like the the second episode of uh, um, Yellowstone, where he comes in. I've never watched Yellowstone. <laughs> dude. He comes in. He's like, what? Are they, oh, I what, saw a clip of that where he's like, fired. The what are they doing? <laughs> having a meeting? They said, yeah, what are they meeting for to, to come up with your policy? And he's like, well, shouldn't I be in that meeting? <laughs> yeah. So he walks into the meeting. He's like, what do you do? What do you do? And he went through, I'm an expert on this. I'm an expert on that. I'm an expert on that. I'm here to advise you on this. And he's like, you're fired. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. Like, you have a meeting where you're going to decide my policy and I'm not even invited? <laughs> yeah. You're fired. Yeah, and that's probably a lot more true than we would like to believe. Yeah, in a lot of places. Oh yep. yeah. So, oh, yeah. hey, I'm gonna hit the head real quick. I'll be right back. Do yeah, buddy. Think? Yeah. Well, we are we're that, getting close here. That heavy, uh, the heavy uh, alcohol. I should have went beer. before the podcast, but I did. Yeah. 
well. So the rain doesn't help either. <laughs> right. <laughs> this just came out. The Supreme Court released their February calendar. Oh boy! And they are going to hear the Biden student student loan handout. Twitter and Google are on the docket for what? Um, Gonzalez uh, v. Uh, Google LLC. Both cases are to consider whether social media platforms can be held accountable for aiding and abetting terrorism. So that's an important case to definitely watch. What, what terrorism was aiding and abetting? Well, you know the whole thing, the whole reasoning Is behind that whole January six bullshit. Well, it's not just January six bullshit, but it's the whole th- reasoning that the FBI and all of them were using to manipulate Twitter. Twitter because now speech can incur violence, and the speech is responsible, not the person perpetrating the violence. So we've gotten away from holding the actual people who are doing stupid shit accountable. So that's what this Gonzalez versus Google LLC. I can't believe they're they're seeing it. They should throw that shit out. Well, I mean, most of the violence that is encouraged on the internet is by the FBI trying to get people to go do stupid stuff so they can keep their funding. Sure. I think we've pretty much seen that yeah it's it's absolutely ridiculous and then uh what was that uh there was something else man it escapes me i was thinking about it just a minute ago um i can't remember if we talked about it in our thread or not there's a lawsuit that's going on that involves the state of florida and desantis yeah and uh in it's it's durker versus marstiller so it's about the ban of uh, uh, the transgendered for minors uh, medical operations. Yeah. So in response to that, Florida is subpoena- subpoenaing the healthcare administration. Yes. Su- subpoenaing um, the American Medical Association. Yes. Get the American all. Academy of Child and Adolescent Psychology. Yes. And the American Pediatric Association. Yes. Subpoenaing all of them. Form gallows right outside the courtroom. Yep. Yep. So they're going to get, they're seeking to discover the organization's stances on gender affirming care. They want all this stuff out in the open. Um, and then how their leadership is structured, how they get funded, and how they uh, promote their gender, quote, treatments. So it's going to be interesting to see. Um, this play out that and that's the the best part about this like the thing that the left has done so well is used lawfare against american used, citizens they've weaponized the legal system yeah yeah look at they did general they flynn and yeah look how they're doing the january six yeah, people absolutely like you can't afford to defend yourself right and but the opposite end of that is you get discovery yeah so the things that they want to, a lot of the stuff that we found out in regards to, you know, a bunch of different stuff recently has been through discovery. Yeah. So you got lawsuits that are happening and when, you know, somebody sues somebody else and they deposit, they go through a deposition before they settle because a lot of them end up settling. So they don't get this stuff exposed, but right. a lot of stuff has come out. Can I tell you my thoughts on that? Sure. Yeah. Michelle made some damn good cookies. 
<laughs> there she did. Freaking delicious. Man, they're on point. I, they're way down there, so I've only had like one. Uh, of I've them, got so. a head <laughs> over here now. I got the whole tent in front of me, yeah. so. We may have to wrestle when we get off here. Well, yeah. Let me get one. So Let we, me keep we, drinking these 14% beer. <laughs> there you go, son. Yeah. Wash them down. <laughs> so, as you said earlier, Wes, that there's at least 15 former FBI agents that work for Twitter. Yeah. Well, guess how many work for Facebook? Oh, probably a shit ton. 794. At least 115. And they're probably getting a double dip from the FBI still. They're all in high-ranking positions. So you have 17 that were former uh, CIA agents or worked for the CIA. 37 that worked for the FBI. 23 that worked for the NSA. Right. 38 that worked for DHS. Mm. All, except for the exception of a couple, were hired by Facebook after the 2016 presidential election. No way. Kind of funny how that works out. Yep. So funny. So funny. See, what, it, what continues to scare me about this is when the average American learns how actual, like how manipulated they are on just everything. Like yeah. Facebook, we talked about with Twitter, and I think the Twitter files are very interesting. And we're learning a lot of new stuff. Right. The uh, I, going through every email at Facebook or like just that whole structure would be a million times more. Oh yeah, eye opening because there's no way outside of the algorithm on Facebook, right? Like Dan posts 700 memes a day. Yeah, I never see them. Yeah, why? It's well, what is going to friends, take friends. We somebody with, each other a with lot extremely yeah. deep pockets? Well, to sue them for uh, under the fair some sort of fair doctrine clause or or something like that, and then have discovery where they subpoena every one of those emails and documents and their algorithm and all of that to make it public knowledge. That's what I was hoping you were going to tell me that the Supreme Court was hearing. No, that would be really sweet. Not the- the opposite. Yeah, well, what, what they're the opposite. Well, they're hearing is like it's basically about Section two thirty, is is what I understood it and read it as on those Supreme Court cases. Yeah, yeah. So, which is important. We we need them to clarify some of that. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's why they've agreed to hear it because they wouldn't agree to hear it if they didn't feel it needed clarification. All right. How it, long is your poem going to take? Oh, man, I don't know. What you got? You got plans? You no, got a I was date? saying we got two minutes left. All right, so yeah, minutes. let's do this, and then we'll, we'll come back and we'll give you our Christmas uh, well wishes and whatnot. So here is our our poem. And uh, forgive me, I'm not much of a poetry slammer, but I did write this, um, and we'll see how it comes out. Twas a few days before Christmas when all through D.C. Congress was scheming and plotting on how to screw you and me. While many were filled with concern and despair, cocaine Mitch, Pelosi, and especially Biden didn't care. While you nestle down all snug in your beds with visions of liberty fluttering in your heads, your government has screwed you and given you a slap. They're using the FBI to control all this crap. When out on the lawn there arose such a clatter, What was it I heard? Is that liberty chatter? Away to the window, I flew like a flash. I tore open the door and heard a podcast. It was cold, but this is Florida, so no real chance of snow. 
But that's beside the point of what you really must know. When what to my bloodshot eyes should appear but Dan, Travis, and Wes in the driveway, sitting right here, with headphones on their heads and a beer in their hands, they were spitting the truth in hopes of saving this land. I knew in a moment that what they were saying were, was right, as their passion was present and their logic was tight. As Dan shouted about golf courses, Wes and Travis called them by name. Now Gates, now Paul, now MTG, Bobert, and Heavy D. We need you to fight for us until we can all live free. The rhinos and dims have hurt us enough. Most of those jokers should be led away in handcuffs. With a wink of their eyes and a twist of a beer top, I felt a little better about some of it, this tyrannical slop. They spoke great words and inspired me to act. We'll push those traitorous some bitches out, and that's a fact. They finished their cast after breaking it down. They've shared the facts and exposed all these clowns. They've done all they can. It's up to you and me to go to the harbor and drop, drop off some more tea. I've heard them shout as they slipped out of sight, Merry Christmas to all, and to all, a liberty-minded life. Woo! Woo, Freebird! Freebird! Sorry, I, I get a chant in Freebird when Wes starts performing. Sorry. Fat bottom girl. There you, yeah, go. there you go. So that uh, we originally wrote that. I, I adapted it to present. We wrote that about two, three years ago. Yeah. And I did that in a YouTube video. If you want to see the original, it's out there on YouTube. While you're there, subscribe. If you are not a Patreon supporter, you can support us at patreon.com forward slash driveway liberty podcast. Uh, if you own a liberty minded business, we've got a surprise coming for you after the first of the year. We are going to name the most liberty minded business in the United States. We're going to name one for each quarter of uh, the country, southeast, northeast, northwest, and southwest, and then we're going to have a runoff. I'm sure the northeast would be pretty slim. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there's maybe one so or two there's somewhere. Some, there's some liberty up there. All there right, is right. some liberty Outside up there. of the population areas. So if you are a supporter or you have a favorite liberty-minded business, be thinking about that because we're going to have a way for you to nominate them in the coming weeks. And then what we'll do is we'll announce the rules of the contest, how we'll choose those individuals, and we will fly out, drive out, whatever, to deliver a plaque and congratulate these individuals and hopefully have a big-ass party for each one of them. I hope the West doesn't win. <laughs> Do you hope what? I hope the West doesn't win then because we're going <laughs> to tap that budget up real quick. Well, we're hoping that uh, this is all right, also guys, I'm looking for us. a $43 flight. Okay. Round trip <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> <laughs> to Kerry Lake's house in Arizona. <laughs> we, need right. a, we need an airline to be a sponsor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll be sleeping in the rental car. Uh-huh. But yeah, we'll uh, we'll be like planes, trains, and automobiles. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's right. That's not a pillow. We will. We will. <laughs> that's a great. Uh, that's a great Thanksgiving movie. Not really a Christmas movie, right? But best Thanksgiving movie mm-hmm. for sure. Oh, there awesome. you go. So hey guys, uh, for Travis and Dan, I am your uncle Wes. Wait, hold on. Can I make one request? Sure, absolutely. Our listeners, it, it's Christmas, right? And from now on, I'd like to be called Burnt Sugar. Just if we're throwing out Christmas wishes. Is that your stripper name? Well, I mean, can be for the right price. <laughs> Look, I, I like my granddad, you say, I'm a businessman. Everything I own is for sale. Except my wife and my dog. And I'll listen to offers on the wife. 
But Very no, good. seriously, we we've talked about Christmas a lot. Don't don't forget why we celebrate Christmas. Right, absolutely. Okay? It, it, it's not for the PS fives and the sneakers and all that stuff, right? Right. And if it wasn't for you know, two thousand and twenty two years ago, uh, our Savior being born in a manger, then uh, we we would be well. A we wouldn't have a country. Right. Yeah. B we'd have no purpose in this life. So don't forget that my my mother in law does a great great job. Something really cool. I would encourage more people. She uh, cooks a cake, and we have a birthday party for Jesus. That's every cool. Christmas night. It's really, really cool. That's a good deal. Very cool. So, happy birthday, Jesus. Remember the reason for this season. And we hope you have a Merry Christmas with your family and friends. For Travis and Dan. Burnt Sugar and Dan. For Burnt Sugar <laughs> and Dan. I'm not going to do that, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jesus would want you to do that. <laughs> I don't. I don't. The think three so. wise men showed up with. Then gifts. again, maybe he wouldn't. No, he would. <laughs> we talked. Me and Jesus talked. We're a lot closer than you and Jesus, Dan. So, uh, he's Catholic. <laughs> I, I, I didn't say why. I didn't say why we were closer. I just said we're closer. There you go. Well, hey guys, thanks for tuning in to Driveway Liberty Podcast. Let's get us a little uh, handles Messiah in the close out here. For burnt, burnt sugar and Dan <laughs> <Yeah>. and Wes. <laughs>